Joe. On today's episode of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. We're gonna talk about crimin. Crimica, yeah. And that's time, it's that time of year. Ah! That's right, we're gonna talk about a little bit of Christmas, Chris Kringle. Some uh that got Norse pagan fucking crimin. Saint Nicholas. So uh Hang on to your seats, cause it's gonna get greasy. That's right. Here at the Greasy Knuckles, we earn our NSFW rating. We're proud to bring you unedited, unfiltered content. That said, if you're a snowflake or a sensitive type, you might get offended. We support everyone's right to speak freely and put forth thoughts unmuzzled. So enjoy the show, but if you're not 18 or around someone who might not need to hear our thoughts, wear your headphones or find a nice little church program to listen to. Stay greasy. Welcome back to season two of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. I'm Jimbo! And Jay Bone. On this episode of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I crack this caffeine on my thirsty. Mm. Mm. Cheers, bud. Knuckleheads. Cheers, knuckleheads. <sighs> oh, yeah. So we're just rolling now? Yeah. Okay. Right. What, uh. What up? <laughs> Well, I still don't have my fucking voice, yeah. so... It's not obvious at all. Yeah, it's not obvious. You sound like, uh... You sound like... Is it Bing Crosby? What a wonderful <laughs> world. Is that his song? What a wonderful world. It's pretty good. It's pretty close. And I'm not even trying. Look at that. Fucking... Just that good. You kind of sound like, uh... There was a guy... Here's a guy. No, he here's on, a guy. He was on a Joe Rogan episode. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. Yeah, he's a feller that's something about turning the frogs gay and stuff. Remember that guy? Alex Jones. Alex Jones. That's kind of who he sounded like. Oh, you know, he got in trouble with Kanye. I believe you were telling me that earlier. He got in trouble also? I told you about the clip that I well, heard I where... Mean, Alex Jones is always in trouble. But, I mean, did, are you saying he got in trouble, like, with Kanye? Like, they got in trouble together? Or no, 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 Kanye's no. mad at... No, 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 that. Kanye's mad at Alejo Jones. Is that what's going on? No, no, the whole Kanye debacle. Yeah? The fucking Nazi lover that he yeah. is. I thought you were saying that he got in trouble with him. No, no, no. Yeah, he, uh... I don't. I don't know how much. It's funny because at the end of that, he actually says, "Is this really Kanye under the mask? Like he thinks he's being punked or something? You know, like thinks he's being fucked with? That it wasn't really Kanye in the ski mask." Kanye might come out later and be like, "Hi, I got you guys. You yeah. thought it was me. Yeah, and try to like save face, but I think he's already done the damage." Yeah. Well, the whole like star David on the swastika thing that he did is probably yeah. not helping his case any. And he got his peepee smacked by by Elon Musk. Yeah, which, you know what? Fuck you, Elon Musk. Yeah, that was kind of a bitch you move. Fucking bitch. You buy Twitter to be this free light speech and shining armor. Yeah. The fucking, oh, look, free speech. And then as soon as someone puts something up, you're like, oh, that might have went a little too far. You fucking take it down. Yeah. You're a pussy. 
It's, I think I heard it was a, like a 12 hour suspension. Anyways. God. Anyways, fucking bitch. That was, that was fucked up. I don't really, it's not I really care about celebrity news or anything or gossip. I just couldn't believe like what I was hearing when I heard him say it. Yeah. Kanye was saying how great Hitler was and stuff. So. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I don't think it's relevant at all because I think he's irrelevant. But um, today we were going to talk about <clears throat> Christmas. Old Christmas. Happy times for everybody. Old Christmas. Happy times for almost everybody. If you're black and live in the Netherlands, it might not be happy times. For yeah. you. Well, it's supposed to be happy times by now, according to what they they say they've done. So, I uh, I don't I don't suppose that you want to really lead the conversations too much tonight, huh? No, I mean, it'll, we can, it'll be all right. We can start with whatever. I'll just you, talk until I can't. What do you what do you, what do you what do you what do you want to start? I was what thinking about starting out? with how do you feel about Christmas, like. We celebrate Christmas in my house. Yeah. Yeah. Is it just like a really happy time? Like, you know, something to look um, forward to every year? Yeah, you know, I, um, I've tried to keep my, my like kind of religious beliefs out of this <clears throat> podcast as much as I can because I don't want it to be about that, yeah. you know. But, but we celebrate Christmas, you know, the reason for the season. It's not just like debauchery and presents around my house. Yeah, so, Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. Everybody's... <laughs> Yeah, we all dress up in blue and exchange yeah. gifts. Hell yeah. So, Cruise. but yeah, we do. I, I've I've always I've always celebrated Christmas. I've always enjoyed it. I've had good and bad Christmases. You know, Christmases away from home, Christmases in the desert, Christmases yeah. in Italy, which wasn't bad. I'm not saying that Christmas in Germany wasn't bad. You know, <clears throat> Ernie. I've uh, but I've always kind of celebrated it wherever I was. Yeah, same here. I mean, like you, I've had good and bad Christmases. Christmas. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> there's a lot I didn't know before diving into the whole origins of Christmas. Yeah, I, I kind of went on a different, like, off on a, a different kind of leg. Like, I got a few, or I got a, an example of Santa Claus I didn't know, and then I, and then I ran across uh, Black Pete again. Zwarte Pete. Zwarte the, Pete. In the Netherlands, and... I remember, I think we talked about that like a year ago probably. I brought it up that I found it and remembered yeah, it and yeah. started looking into it. But I actually like dove into it some more this time. And it's pretty interesting stuff. The See, Dutch was, don't give a fuck. I'll put it that way. I started to look into like origins of Christmas, right? Yeah. And I was like, this is too fucking much for even four episodes yeah. of a podcast. Like, This is way too much information. Yeah. So... I narrowed it down, and I left my fucking note cards, I'm, I bet. Yep. Shit. But, uh... How far away are they? On the court. Like, do you need to run get them? Yeah. All right. You like you done killed a yellow tree with all them sticky notes? I'm telling you, bud. So, yeah, I started diving into it, and I was like, there is way too much shit to cover. So, right. I, I was talking with old J-Bone over here. I was like, how about you cover Santa? So he was already, you know, looking into that and Black Pete, right? <clears throat> and I was like, all right, and I'll cover the Norse, you know, side of things, the yeah. pagan side of things. And like, kind of like the origins of where we got Christmas from. Okay. So, dude, it's fucking. We'll dive in. It's crazy. <laughs> So, the Norse, 
like the Vikings, the fucking pagans, like all that shit. Mm-hmm. They celebrated Yule. Yeah. Right? And there's like a lot, a lot of misinformation out there that, you know, people believe, oh, well, it's on this date, it's on this date. But unless you actually go back and read into these books, which luckily I was looking at, or I was listening to a guy that was like reading from these books from like the 800s, the 900s. So you're getting like the cliff notes? Yeah. Right? So, but unless you go back and read that kind of shit, you'll just follow along what everybody else says, which is. Follow along? Dude, follow along. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's all over the fucking place. Yeah. Like, because I started to look at different videos, different videos. Everybody was saying something different about Yule. But here on the Greasy Knuckles podcast, we pride ourselves on giving you nothing but the unadulterated facts. Yes. So Yule, it wasn't celebrated necessarily on the 25th. It was the next full moon after the winter solstice. All right. So most of the time it was in January. And there was a king that came along and tried to, like, Christianize things. Yeah. And he was like, all right, we're going to do it on the winter solstice. So that's when they moved it to the next full moon after the winter solstice. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be called Midwinter Night before they changed it to Yule. But there's, there's all sorts of shit that happened during Yule. I mean, there was fucking sacrifices. There was gift exchange. Mm-hmm. But what I learned about, like, the Norse specifically... Is their entire culture was nothing but gift giving. Like, he said, you know, during these books that you read about back in that time. Yeah. There'll be like two, three, four chapters of them just talking about the gifts that they're giving them. Like, they were always given gifts throughout the year. Whether it was medals or, you know, whatever. But they, they did it on Yule as well. They sacrificed a boar. Um, they ate, they drank, they had toasts. Like, that was a big fucking... Like with jelly and butter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. Toast. No, their their first toast was toast. to Odin for yeah. victory. Mm-hmm. Their second toast was to Freyr, or Friar for good harvest. Their third toast was to the king or the chieftain. And then the fourth toast was to all the dead, the deceased. Yeah. Pour some out for the homies. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it real on Christmas. <laughs> but... You? And it was weird, like... I started learning about the Yule boar, right? Uh-huh. It was like... Which... Some people believe that's where our ham comes from. Okay. Like a Christmas ham is from the Norse pagan boar. But the boar was like a big representation during the Yule feast. And they would like get this massive boar, bring it in, and people would go to this boar and pledge oaths to it. Like right. whether it's legal disagreements or, you know, land disagreements or they whatever. Just handled shit. 
Yeah. I'm reading right here. It's called the Sonargatir. Yeah. Sonargatir. See, I wasn't even going to try to butcher these names with my fucking oh, voice all I'll jacked to I'll shit. I'll give it a fucking, I'll give it a good but, run. <laughs> so they would go to this board and they would just start letting out all their pledges to it. And then after everybody was done, like, settling disputes and, like, burying the hatchet from the year and, like, all that, and they would sacrifice this thing, boil it, and then the chieftain would, like, spread blood all over it. Yeah. And bless it and everything. They were all about some blood, dude. They were. They were fucking... They were drinking it. They were animals. Wiping it all over each other. You know, it was fucking crazy. But... Then it'd be three days of nothing but eating and getting fucked up. Yeah. And that's why, like... They did it right. <clears throat> yeah, like a lot of these Norse pagan Vikings nowadays that are sober makes absolutely no sense. You mean like the descendants that say they're descendants of those people? Yeah, or like these fucking nerds on TikTok that are like... They have their, their horn and they're drinking like apple juice or something yeah. because they're sober living. Yeah. I'm like, you are a fucking asshole. Like, they would not accept you. Right. Because they got fucked up and yeah, it yeah. wasn't like alcoholics. Like they'd go spans of time without drinking a drop. But when they did it. But yeah, when it was like, all right, it's game time. It's like, like me on my anniversary every year. Yeah. It's a $300 bar tab last time. Right. My like, wife didn't even drink. Well, I think she had like one or two. But you gotta go ham. Like you get that one chance, you're like, fuck yeah. I didn't even know whose car I was throwing up on. It was hers. Yeah. See? We were going on the road with me hanging out the window, saying, I don't know whose car this is, but I'm sorry I'm puking on it. And she's like, it's our car. Good. Alright, so yeah. anyhow. But that, that's how the Scottish, like or the Norse, the Scandinavians, like the fuck they were crazy, you know. So I'm gonna start calling it, I think, anniversary Yule. There you go. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> be so, it's mm. such a terrible thing to do to my wife if I told her this. Like, I'm going to start calling this anniversary Yule, and I'm just going to get hammered every time it's our anniversary. <laughs> Once a year, I'm going to just throw down. That would be awesome. On a night when you want me to be sober and us have a good time. Yeah. You just get fucking hammered. <laughs> it's her idea to go to the bar this time, though, in my defense. I told her. I warned her. But you got to get hammered, and then you got to go sacrifice a fucking boar. It probably sounded like it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, go ahead. Sorry. But no. Uh, so, with different sections of these Norse pagans and stuff, like different areas, yeah. they had different traditions. So, I kind of went with in Norway. Yeah. You know. But they had a time like at the very start of winter called house up blot yeah and that was for good harvest off the blot for ancestors spirits type deal um and then midwinter was dis a blot for good harvest dis a blot good yeah i'm a blot it's a block party there's a block party and then every nine years everybody around the area would come to one central location and have like a fucking throwdown for Yule. Yeah. So every year, like your individual clan would do it, you know? Right. But then every nine years, there'd be like this massive. Like gathering of the clans? Yeah. And like they'd have human sacrificing and boar sacrificing and fucking just this 
throwdown of a fucking time. But anyways, there's some more shit, but you can, you can start on yours so I don't take up all the time. I just, I just, sorry, I was just, like, kind of catching up on my stuff, and I just found something. It was a, um, like, Scottish thing they did. This word mistletoe while you kiss under it. Yeah. Because the Druids in, in Scotland believed that mistletoe was a, uh, um, like, oysters. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, it represented fertility. You know, aphrodisiac kind of thing. Oh, okay. So they would bring it into their homes, and then they thought it had fertility properties and stuff like that. I don't know. I just ran across that while I was kind of doing the, the whatever. So, oh, one of the words for sacrifice that they would use was balut. Balut. Yeah. Almost like that bear. Almost like that fucking chicken egg that you eat in the Philippines. Oh, that yeah. has a chicken in it. Yeah, they yeah. name it balut. That's... uh. I don't know about that. I mean, I don't know much about that. I know what it is, but it's not for me. So where I, where I decided to dive into was I wanted to find just, just to, oh, by the way, real quick, over 160 countries celebrate Christmas. Really? Damn. Yeah, it's an old holiday if you think about it, man. It, if it is? Comes to, I mean, even though we've turned it into like a commercialized joke and a farce of what it used to be pretty much, that's that's pretty pretty impressive 160 countries that's what i could find just looking for how many countries well see this was talking about like from the norse and like pagans and stuff yeah they have writings from like the mid 300s yeah that they were celebrating yule so right. i mean even if it was 300 yeah i mean that's fucking 1900 years of celebrating one holiday that's pretty nuts yeah well, I decided to see what was up. Like, I found a, a couple examples of Santa. There's actually a, a, San, a Santa Claus, a Nicholas from Turkey. Nicholas of Bari. That's what his name was. He was born in the 4th century in a town called Mira. M-Y-R-A, Mira, Myra. It's, um, but he was orphaned. A disease killed his parents when he was younger, so he went to live with his uncle. And they actually have, uh, the, he was a real person because there's documents of where he took over his uncle's position as the bishop of Myra. So he did such good deeds, he was the bishop, St. Nicholas. Damn. But what he did, what he did that was good was he uh, he would help he would help like other orphans in town and around wherever he was like yeah. make handmade toys and stuff. But the thing that this is how this is how in Turkey they say the chimney thing got started, all right? All right. They say there was a man in town who had three beautiful daughters, right? And he couldn't afford a dowry for his daughters. So back then, you had to give a dowry when your daughters got married, right? Well, this dude had three daughters, so he was fucked from the get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like He didn't have anything. So I guess back then, too, in the 4th century, if you didn't have a dowry for your daughter or daughters, plural, they just went into slavery. Oh, shit. Like, there was no, like, you can stay at home and live with dad and work on the farm and mom. What? No, slavery for you. See ya. That's crazy. So he wanted to help out. Nicholas wanted to help this dude out without insulting his pride by offering. You know, it's like people were more prideful back then. They wouldn't take your money. Yeah, I'd like, rather my daughters be slaves, damn right, it. than take your money. Yeah, right, man. So he, uh, so he wanted to help the man, and he this they say, which this is absolute bullshit, but they say he dropped a bag of gold down the chimney, and it landed in the stockings because the stockings were hanging up to dry. That's like that's like better than that bottle flipping trick. If you could throw <laughs> pennies 
If you could throw coins down a chimney and they bounce up and go in the stockings. That's fucking good. I'm sure you, everybody gets the, oh, you know, like everybody falls back on the floor yeah. and shit. So, but he did this and the guy, and the guy was just like, he thought the money must have come from God. Right. So that was only for the oldest daughter. So when the youngest two daughters in succession, it was time for them to be slaves or go get married, you know, be given away. He did it again and he got caught. He got caught mm. throwing the money down the, down the chimney. So, uh, people, people heard about this and they started, everyone started hanging their stockings by the chimney in the hopes that he would, you know, and I didn't verify this. I should have looked. Gold in there. Right. I didn't yeah. verify this. I should have looked. <laughs> But did they have chimneys in Turkey back then? Like, like legit? Anyways. I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of brick and mortar going on in the 4th century. I think it was like mud hut time. Anyways, so this is where they said, he would th- I mean, if they have the story, they must have had some sort of chimney. Who knows? But they said he got caught. So people started leaving their stockings, and he would do it anonymously. He would give people donations around town anonymously. Well, this inspired a spirit of goodwill amongst the people. So people started helping each other out anonymously. And anytime it happened, it got attributed back to, well, Nicholas must have done it. Right? But then he started traveling across Turkey, doing this kind of shit too. And it just spread. This whole like, it's like Jesus when he'd spread his message of goodwill and all that, you know? Yeah. Except with less beheading and hanging on crosses and stuff. So, <laughs> but probably just as much. <laughs> it yeah. was Turkey. Yeah. So, he did this and he went through and it just kind of got attributed to him doing it it's just a, like the legend grew and spread across turkey so that was one of the first incidences i could find but he did that until he gave away all his earthly goods all his money what i guess he, i guess his family had some money like his uncle had some money so all his inheritance all his money everything he traveled around the turkey and gave it away i mean that's cool but to help people out yeah so once he was gay. broke I wouldn't do that shit. Once this fool was broke, he went to, uh, that's when he went to be a monk when he was broke uh, after he gave him all his money. And then since he was a monk, he ended up being a bishop and taking over the bishopship. Bishopship? Bishopship. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Bishopship. He ended up in the bishopship. No, 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 no. Bishop, son. You know, so he like, but anyways, he ended up being the bishop of Bari and then they decided he was a saint because he did a bunch of good stuff. So... That's where the Turkish Santa Claus comes from. Another thought, another thought about Santa Claus is in like Russia and that area of the world. And this is the one that concerns the Anamita muscaria, the mushrooms. Yeah. So the Anamita muscaria, it looks a lot like Santa Claus, right? It's red it and white. Yeah. Reindeer love this shit. Like they, I've, I've not personally heard somebody tell me, but I've heard enough times on like Joe Rogan or other stuff that I've watched and listened to, that if you carry that shit around in Russia and Siberia and places like that, you'll get fucking, like, ass-raped by reindeer for your mushrooms. <laughs> like, no joke. Like I'm, I heard that they'll attack people for these yeah. mushrooms. They fucking love these things. Yeah, they do. So I've seen it. Yeah. I've been there. I got attacked by reindeer one time with mushrooms. But I, I got attacked by a reindeer. I was carrying mushrooms. Break me in the ass. So, turn them gay, just like the frogs. So, but uh, anyways, so some people believe that that's why we put red and white packages under a Christmas tree still, because these mushrooms also grow 
proliferously Damn, dog. under conifer trees. Right? Mm. Christmas trees are conifer trees. <laughs> the muskrooms grow under the conifer trees. And, <laughs> and then they run white on top. And the reindeers. The reindeers love the muskrooms that grow under the conifer trees. <laughs> and the Christmas. So that's, that's one thing that, like you were saying, that it represents sacrifice maybe to some of these cultures, right? Yeah. The red and white for the blood and the, the I'm guessing the little fatty pieces and sinew would be white and bone. Well, what I was, what I was hearing about like ornaments and stuff is the, uh, back when the Puritans mm. were trying to like, ah, we can't have anything to do with it. Well, people started being like, oh, well, over in Europe, like, who's that well-known author from like way the fuck back when? Plato. Nah. Socrates. He he wrote Aristotle. a lot of like kids books. Edgar Allan Poe. Dr. Seuss. No. Hold on. <laughs> like uh Tom Sawyer Harry shit, Potter. shit like that. Oh, Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Yeah. So he was pictured beside like a, you know, one of them Christmas trees. You know. Yeah. One of them Christmas tree crook. <laughs> so they seen that and they were like, "Oh, cool. Europe." Our hometown, that kind of thing. Now we can do the Christmas trees. So they started putting like apples all over their Christmas tree. Oh. Yeah. And I also heard about evergreens being like this big ordeal because it's something that can last through the winter. And whenever they were sacrificing animals for the winter because they wouldn't like make it through or whatever. Yeah. They would just sacrifice them, eat them. And they'd have a Christmas tree there. Yeah. Because it was like the most badass thing because they could just live through the winter. Right. Be green all the time. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. Yeah. Another uh, another another place that popularized Christmas ornaments was Germany. Mm. Hans Greiner began to make glass Christmas ornaments called baubles during the 1800s. Baubles. Yeah. But you know what, man? It, that, that reminds me when you said that, that like... We have some apple Christmas tree ornaments that we like. They're just, I don't know where they came from. We've had them yeah. forever. But they always, my kids always hang them up. But so. that was like, apparently, I don't think anybody fucking knows. I think everybody just created their own shit and was like, we started Christmas. Because yeah. everywhere you go, I mean, you know, I feel like 90% of what we celebrate was stolen from the Norse pagans. Oh, bro. So. It's at least that much. For them to have, like, books dated back to, like, mid-300s, you know. Yeah. I consider their Yule something that we kind of took over, but. Yeah, that's probably, that's a pretty good idea. That's where it originated. Yeah. And now it's something you eat. Now a Yule log is like a dessert. Yeah. But it's, like, red inside and bloody looking when you cut it. Over in Scandinavia, they still eat, like. Christmas boars and shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah so, we man, just, that's fucking gangster. And we just dumped it down to like a ham you buy at the grocery store. Yeah. Not fucking killing a pig this year. Fuck this. Yeah, right? I want to like stab a wild hog with a stick and eat it. So, but uh, the, then we got all those vegan teachers out there being like, hold on. Yeah. You can't eat animals. Yeah, it's gotta Bitch, be I'm going to go like chew a throat out of a fucking cow. Just that's not a caribou. Yeah. Well, no caribou. You can eat caribou, but not at Christmas. Yeah. I think it's against some kind of like pagan law. I'm going to start just following <laughs> pagan laws. You know that? I'm going to look up like pagan laws to live by, and I'm just going to start following those. 
and see how I fare in society. You know what's crazy though? During like their history, the fucking Vikings, they would be in the middle of the war, like with people, and they would stop for Yule. Yeah. For three days. Just all fucking time to go. Yeah. And they just all go inside. And no matter who they were at war with, they just fucking retreat. for three days and nights. Yeah. And they would even have like writings about it talking about like how they were kind of upset about that, like that they had to stop fighting. Yeah. Because they love that shit. To go. But you don't fuck with tradition. Eat and drink for three days and nights. And they're like, all right. Yeah. Time to go fucking kill right. some people. You eat the like, mushrooms and you pee in the thing and everybody else will drink it. Yeah. Because that's how they, you, you've heard that about the berserkers, right? Yeah. That one of them, that, that's why it's called a hero dose. Did you know that? I, le- I learned this in my in my wanderings. It's called a hero dose. We need to do a whole episode on just fucking. All right. Yeah. We need to, we need to. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh. Yeah. I'm well, let, me, let me put that in the thing. But, but anyways, the, um, the, the reindeer love the mushrooms. Yeah. So, where did I go? Ah, I lost my spot. All right. So, Santa, Santa was a shaman back then. You know, he was like a wizardy medicine man guy, right? Okay. I mean, probably not like Gandalf. You know, like you shall not. Probably not like with a big hat and shit. I would guess, like not the pointy wizard hat and the stick. But he, um, but the caribou ate the things. They're very common in Siberia and all around there. Caribou, which are reindeer. So when when Santa, when the shaman would visit to bring people, like you were saying, like they were big on gifts and like all this kind of shit. Yeah. But he would visit to bring them stuff during this time of year. The fucking front door would be frozen closed because of the snow. Like the snow would fall somewhere. You think how cold it is in Siberia, right? Yeah. So he couldn't get in the front door. So guess how he got in the house? The fucking chimney. Motherfucker went through the roof. Just like that. So, just the roof. Yeah. So he went and through. he landed in the motherfucking stockings, cause dude, he I don't know, he was probably like the badass to be out there wandering around in the blizzard, yeah. the shaman high on mushrooms. He probably just jumped down in the fire and fucking started eating logs, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you'll log. So, <clears throat> so that's one. That's another idea of where Santa, the legend of Santa Claus, came mm. from, because he's a fucking legend. So, <laughs> did you ever see that that movie? The, it was like an animated movie about the it was with the guardians or something. I don't think so. It's like Santa, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, and like some other stupid ass Mm-mm. character. So, the, but the the cool part, I don't want to spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen Guardians from like 2008. So, oh fuck them! It's been 2008. So, yeah. So this motherfucker rolls in Santa Claus, and they they have to like fight away the evil or something. It's it's a kids movie, all right. So I'm not. It's not that exciting, but there was one awesome part. I thought Santa Claus comes in his shop. And he's a big fucking burly dude, you know. He's got he's fucking looks like a mountain. He's got a big beard and long hair. Yeah. And he gets ready to do some shit, and he rolls his sleeves up, and he's got full sleeve tattoos on his arms. Damn. And I was like fucking Santa. So, anyways, did you see the commercial for that new movie coming out called Violent Night? No. Yeah, it's about Santa Claus being like Bruce Willis in Die Hard, <laughs> or like Rambo. Yeah. Like he's fucking. Who's he killing? He's gangster, dude. Who's he killing? These fucking people try to like ruin Christmas. Try to like kill his ass or something, or like somebody's trying to murk Santa and he fucking go and rape his reindeer or something. So so all right, and he goes absolute ballistic. So mercenaries show up to try to murk Santa, and he falls back on his like secret agent training, his CIA days. Right, has like a flashback where he's in some war somewhere. He's a fucking G, dude. Badass on him. Violent night. 
Yeah, it is. To go all Liam Neeson on him? Yeah. I will find you. Yeah, that guy's so. It's more like Rambo and like First Blood. I'm going like to check that out. Violent Night. Yeah. So here we're going to get to the most offensive part of Christmas I could find. Hell yeah. That I was very excited about because I love controversy. So, this episode is brought to you by Alex Jones. I and love Kanye West. I love controversy and I love like I don't love this part of the story, but I love the fact that like people are so riled up and when somebody's just like fuck you, I'm doing it anyways, even though they know they're wrong. Cuz I it just it's like what do they call it? Like cringeworthy or whatever. Yeah. So when I in my wanderings, I found this video of about 10,000 Dutch people marching through the streets in blackface. <laughs> And like 2000 fucking 14 or something, 15. Yeah. Like it was nothing, bro. Like, like if I was there, if I walked, let's say I was, I was in Rotterdam, right? I walk outside in the morning, ooh, there's a parade going by and it's just 20,000 people in blackface. I would just go back inside because I'm white, you know? Like, yeah. And it was like, it would be like a, a nightmare, but they're all laughing and having fun and fucking throwing cookies. Anyways. This is the legend of Zwarta Piet. Zwarta. Zwarta Piet, which means Black Piet or Black Peter. Either one works. So, <laughs> Santa Claus there is called Sinterklaas. All right? Sinterklaas. So, at, when I first started reading this, they said that some people say that Black Piet was Sinterklaas's helper. Okay. And that he was black from all the soot on his face from going up and down the chimneys you know like Santa kicks him down the chimney he drops the shit off bro this lady they interviewed said she was terrified as a child because the, the legend is also that Black Pete will kidnap you if you're a bad child so she oh, said shit. when she would get up in the morning that she would be terrified to go see if there were presents under the tree or if Black Pete was waiting in the chimney to fucking grab you and steal you away dude just the thought of that I was like that's fucking terrifying that is if you really like traumatizing. Yeah. Like kids believe in Santa Claus. Like I believed in Santa Claus when I was little, right? Yeah. Kids believe in Santa Claus. That means you also believe in Black Pete. Like my biggest fear at Christmas was not getting a present or getting like, you know, a lump of coal, which nobody ever does, but you know what I mean? Like that was like, oh man, I'm not gonna get anything. I've been an asshole all year. Well, if you're see, an asshole in the Netherlands all year, you gotta worry this motherfucker's gonna like snatch you up. I should have prefaced this episode by saying I never got to have, like, normal Christmas. No? No. Like, believing in Santa Claus. Okay. Even from a young age, because... So my stepdad came into the picture when I was, like, four or five. Right. And he was like, we're not going to lie to him. I don't believe in lying to kids. Oh, okay. One of those. Yeah, one of those dicks. So he was just like, FYI. Uh, Santa's not real, you know. Easter Bunny. Easter Bunny ain't real. Tooth Fairy ain't real, and you're a bitch, you know that kind of thing. That he he didn't say that last part, but you know he told me all all the shit that I was believing was just bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, I was like, damn, dude. Like I I took it to heart, you know. But so I grew up, four years old, five years old going to school and people are like oh Santa blah 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 are like Santa's not real yeah dude get out of here grow up and I was just like <laughs> you know my dad told and they're like no 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 my dad told you know it was like one of those fights yeah but yeah I, I was like I never got to have that fucking 
oh shit, Santa brought me something. Oh yeah. Or like, oh, let me write this letter to Santa, you know, that kind of shit. Never I'm sorry, man. That hurts my heart to hear that. Right? Yeah, that's sad. It is. That's the saddest thing you've ever told shit. me. <laughs> it's the saddest thing you've ever told me because now I have children, right? Yeah. And I don't lie to them about real world stuff, right? Yeah. My kids have asked me, is Santa real before? And I've told them, Santa is as real as love is real, right? People believe in Jesus and they've never seen him either. So Santa's kind of like, it's kind of like faith. If you believe in Santa Claus, yeah, he's real to you, right? Like, kind of put it like that. Like, yeah, and this is. Ask me if I believe in Santa. I'm like, fuck yeah, I believe in Santa. This is kind of like, it's kind of like a segue on how I became an atheist. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, because I started thinking about it in that perspective. If you bring a kid up believing in Santa Claus their entire life, say you keep them going to church that preaches about Santa Claus and how real he is right. and like all this other shit for 18 years of his life and you take him multiple times a week to this church preaching Santa right and you surround him with people that believe the exact same way yeah when he turns 19 and out of the house he's gonna wonder where the fuck his presents are right you know yeah he's I'll... gonna still believe like holy fuck and that kind of helped me like oh shit but anyways yeah well, my, my middle two are getting old enough that it's just like when my oldest got old enough that she she kind of really was like, my friends are telling me Santa's not real, and she was, you know, 12 or something, 10, whatever it was. Yeah. That, you know, I came clean then, but I still came clean in the same way. Did that, it like, hurt her, though? Was it like, not really, you some bitch, you lied to me. It didn't really hurt her because she was old enough to understand, and it helps to have a younger child. Because you'd say, now you can help me. It's just the magic. But see, yeah. but that's another way that I, I told her. She loved magic when she was younger. My oldest one, like we went to magic shows sometimes, stuff like that. Yeah. But she started learning how to do magic. So I told her, like, you see, like, magic is real, like, in your mind. It's it's a real thing. It's a wonderful yeah. thing. It makes you happy. It's how Santa is. Like, you know, you've learned some of how magic works. I was like, that's the magic part for me is to do the Santa Claus part for you. Yeah. So you just have to, like, word it right. You know, just not, fuck you, Santa ain't real. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's me in my underwear putting that shit under the tree. So, <laughs> but, um, so in 1850, a Dutch school teacher named Jan Schenkman, he wrote a book. Don't fuck with that dude. A children's book. Yeah, well, Schenk, I remember there was, like, some meat we used to eat in Germany. It was called Schenken. So I think it's some sort of some sort of meat like his family was probably butchers in the beginning or something you know what I mean like he was the meat man Shankman Shankman <laughs> Shankman on Christmas yeah Shankman so he wrote a children's book called Saint Nicholas and His Servant because he researched Black Pete and he discovered that originally Black Saint Nicholas would visit Dutch towns Sinterklaas would visit Dutch towns rewarding the good children so so that he didn't have to be the asshole to the evil children, he had a Spanish Moor. The Moors were black people back then, right? Okay. So he had a Spanish slave that did all the dirty Jesus work. Jesus Christ. Bro, and this, this thing is exactly how you would imagine the portrayal of a slave by white people in the <laughs> 1500s, 16, whatever, 1800s. He had... Holy shit. They paint their faces black, 
They put big red lips on their face and gold hoop earrings. So like Jim Crow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's it was it's just as bad. Like that's what I mean. That Holy shit. It'd be different if you went outside and they just all had like black faces and it was they said, "Oh, it's soot from the chimney." And you saw a chimney sweep covered in soot and you're like, "I can see the relation." Yeah. But they go full fucking black face. Yeah, dude. It's bad. Like so anyways, so <laughs> He was supposed to be his slave from Spain that did all the dirty work. He, del- he went up and down the chimney, delivered the presents, and kidnapped the bad kids. And, like, whipped them with rods. I mean, it was, like, horrible. Jesus. It was a horribly terrifying thing. So, I'm going to skip around a little bit. So, in the 70s, there was a... Uh, in the 70s, a lot, of, a lot of more black people immigrated the Netherlands. Like, they started leaving certain fucked up countries, you know, whatever. Because yeah. shit was popping off. There was, and I was watching, there's a little TV show you may have heard of. It's called Sesamstrat. Sound familiar? No. Can you tell me how to get, how to get to Sesamstrat? Sesame Street, bro. Oh, fuck. They have Oh, fuck. Sesame Street has a big bird. His name's Pino, and he's blue, right? But he's just as big as Big Bird. Okay. Right? So in the 70s, they had a, 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 a black host on there, her name was Gerda. That's all, I don't know her last name because I just saw the clip of her explaining. Yeah. And she was she said, um, Pino said, you know, it's gotta be great to be Black Pete. You get to run around with a bag of cookies. Like he really tried to portray Black Pete in a positive light. And she said, actually, it's hurtful and offensive because they were in this weird area where the Netherlands people were trying to say it's tradition it's not blackface, it's soot, whatever, but then you would see a picture of Black Pete right next to him, and you're like, that's fucking blackface, like, offensive blackface, yeah. right? So... It's not just soot. Yeah, so... They, uh... They, she said it was hurtful, whatever, and they, they played out like the, oh, okay, I didn't understand. Sesame Street, Sesamstraat, <laughs> in the Netherlands ran a Christmas episode up until like 2014 and they put Black Pete in every one of them. Wow. They were like fuck you Gerda. You don't fuck with tradition. So but in 2014 the Dutch Prime Minister said that black Dutch people actually like Black Pete. He was on like world television. He said he said he said I talked to my neighbor my neighbor said I love Black Pete and I told him you must love Black Pete. It's easier for you to pretend to be Black Pete. It takes me days to get that shit off my face. <laughs> like the most insensitive. Holy shit. He said, when I play back Black Pete, it takes me days to get that stuff off my face. That was Holy his justification. Fuck. So, in 2014, Amsterdam's regional court ruled... Talk about, like, professionally being the most unpolitically correct person you can be. Bro, he said that shit in English on TV. Like, so, you know, like, like English is not the international language of the world. Yeah. But when, like, a foreigner goes on international TV and says that shit in English, they know that a lot of people speak English. Yeah. Like, if he would have said it, if he would have said it in Dutch talk, you know, people would have been like, what did he say? I don't mean, there have been several people, you know, from yeah. wherever. But, like, even Chinese people, most of them speak English. So he wanted everybody to know. So That is crazy so that same year Amsterdam's regional court ruled that Black Pete was a negative stereotype of black people and said that the mayor of Rotterdam which I guess is the capital 
had six weeks to remove Black Pete from city celebrations. You know what I mean? So, so the 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 protesters, because they weren't they didn't riot like BLM did here about stuff. They actually just protest. They actually got the shit beat out of them a bunch. The protesters, mm. the people that said Black Pete is racist, black guys and women. So they won. The regional court said, "Get it out of here. You got six weeks. This is in July." Okay, and but the ruling was overturned in the by the highest administrative court in the Netherlands Holy in fuck. November, just before the holler holler day. Just before holler day, screaming in the street. So, but just before the holidays in November, it was overturned, and they were like, "You know what? Go ahead with your black peak." That is crazy. So, even after all that, all that national news, all that that fucking coverage, everything, <laughs> that December, Black Pete was in the street. You know what I'm saying? Like it was. So, and uh, but in August of 2015, the UN called the government of the Netherlands to get rid of it for good. So, since then, since 2015, they've they've all but eliminated Black Pete out of the the history and not the history, but the celebrations and all that there's no more black pete he's been replaced by chimney pete right so you can't have all of it you know what i mean like yeah all right we'll take off the red lips and the gold earrings but we're still gonna have a pete that's how they skirted that issue so chimney pete is a white dude well i mean black pete was a white dude too for the most part but chimney pete is a white dude and he's clearly just dusted in soot <laughs> So it's kind of like taking the camo makeup and just kind of wiping it on your forehead, your cheeks, yeah. and your chin, and then saying, that's not blackface, it's just, yeah. he has a new uniform, you know, like he has a fancy hat, kind of gold-colored tassels and whatever, but he doesn't have the red lips or the gold hoop earrings. Dude, so this sounds fucking made up. It's not. I mean, I know it's not. I watched minutes of this, but hours of this, probably. This sounds fucking made up, like... yeah. Just them going like, you know what? It is racist. We're getting Earth. rid of it. Not all of no, it. No, we're not, bitch. We're bringing it back. <laughs> not all of it. Black Pete's coming back. That's crazy. Way. So, but in 2016, he was supposedly, supposedly, officially replaced by Chimney Pete. That is crazy. So let me ask you, do you feel, let yeah, me see how to word this the right way. <laughs> Do you feel I mean, like we're that? We're already on thin fucking ice, even just talking about history. I live on thin ice. Do you feel, well, we do this show on thin ice for yeah, sure. We should have called it on true. thin ice. So, oh, man. Yeah, I know. Copyright trademark on thin ice. So do you do you think that, or if that could trademark it, like, I'm trademarking this show right now, the Greasy Knuckles trademark, December 11th, 2022, at 049 hours. Mm. Trademarked. I mean, maybe that's good enough. I don't know. It's I don't know. Not. I gotta but, look into that. But do you feel like I'm not saying they shouldn't change traditions when you know, like hundreds of years they go by? Obviously, Black Pete was not covered in soot. I mean, just by you know, just by looking at it. Yeah, yeah. But do you think that was adopted from like? So when was Black Pete created? I couldn't find that. See, that's where you'd have Center to start. Claus. Well, this guy, this guy that wrote the book in the 1850s said that Black Pete was Center Claus's servant. Mm. So, yeah, because you'd have to look at that. You'd have to bounce that off of... Because Blackface 
in America didn't start getting popular until what the forties, fifties. Like it was, it was late. Something like that. It was late. It wasn't eighteen something. So no, no, it was, yeah, they it was were like nineteen fifty-eight or something like that, right? Forty-eight. Yeah, I mean, it was around, but I'm not excusing blackface, right? But if that was their depiction of Black Pete or whatever, even before America did our racist ass shit with blackface, right? Then, I mean, I don't. That's one of those gray areas, you know. Because if they were doing it just as, like, a depiction and they weren't doing it in a racist, like, you know, Jim Crow-type fucking ordeal, you know. So, hang on now. So, so, so what point are you getting at? Like, if you were telling a story about Black Pete? So, say the Dutch created Black Pete, the image of Black Pete and everything, in 1890. Right? Yeah. The red lips, the black face, the gold earrings, everything. And had him, you know, they had festivals and all that shit. Now, fast forward in American history to like 1940 or 1950 or, you know, whenever Jim Crow was like, or whenever blackface first started gaining popularity among the fucking racist bitches. Right? Yeah. Now... You can't really consider the Dutch putting on blackface being racist at that point. Because if they created that look before it was considered racist, or before it even was stereotypical in America... Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they created that look, you can't really take the same look at it. Like, oh, well, that's just blackface. And they're like, no, it's not. Because it was before blackface was, like, coined and yeah. criticized, is what you're saying? Yeah. Like, before it was coined and criticized as, like, this is racist. Oh, well, look, it's funny. It's fucking blah, blah, blah. But the Dutch have been doing it for 50 years and going, this is what Black Pete looks like. In a non-racist, like, fucking way. I don't. So you're saying it's like it got retconned to be racist. Like, yeah. Like, they decided... Like, obviously, the what you're talking about, like, the Jim Crow and the blackface and the actors and all that in early America was clearly to make black people look stupid yeah. and comical. Yeah. Right? And the so. Dutch was just like, hey, this is, this is the image. And that's what I'm saying. You'd have to learn when Black Pete, the image of Black Pete came about. Well. To really bounce it off of it definitely, if it is racist or if it's just something they depicted. It definitely, uh, it definitely like came. So it definitely came before all the stuff here, because he came with Sinterklaas, and that guy wrote that story. The that guy wrote that story in 1850. The whole blackface yeah. movement that you're talking about in America was in like what the 20s and 30s. Yeah, in the early, early 1900s, right? Yeah, so that's at least early to mid 1900s. Yeah, that's at least 50 to 100 years. Exactly. So I don't think you should fuck with their culture. I mean, well, I can't. But I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm pro-racist because I'm. I'm definitely not pro-racist at all. But 
if it's someone's culture to be like, hey, this is the look, this is what we made them look like, okay, they're not, and it sounds to me like Black Pete wasn't depicted as some ignorant person, you know, even though he is in blackface, it sounds to me like he was, you know, stealing children and shit like that and fucking terrifying kids. Uh, well, which if you look at the blackface in America, that was deemed as like people portraying like this right. stupid, ignorant, whatever. Right. And just being racist about it over there. It's like, oh, you're going to give us some toys. You're going to take some kids. We're going to fucking have a good time. I don't, I, don't I don't know exactly when Black Pete came along because what I'm reading right here said, oh, it's saying that like as early as the 12th century, St. Nicholas was being celebrated and he, and he was, and he had uh, black slave characters that accompanied him to symbolize a devil or a joker who was submissive, frightening, and disobedient at once. Remember like he was also scary for the kids, like yeah. this is the bad thing that's going to happen. Well, maybe says, because they're uh, depicting him as being actual black. So, so yeah, it probably is a little bit racist. Well, they're saying. Well, I'm seeing right here. It says at this point. Here you go, right here. At this point, there were no racial references to people of African descent. Hmm. Like people, people, people weren't putting them putting Africans down in the 12th century. Yeah. Probably didn't even know they were there yet. I mean, somebody probably knew they were there, but they weren't. I don't think they were being exported as slaves everywhere yet in the 12th century. I don't know. It seems kind of early for that. Well, what America was founded in 1776. So if you go back, let's say 100, 200 years before that, that's still only 1576. You know what I mean? The yeah. 12th century would have been 13 something, right? 11. It's the one behind, right? Uh, so the first century was from 0 to 100. The second century was from 100 to 200. Yeah. So the 12th century would We're have We're going to sound like fucking yeah, idiots. Anyways, is that right? Yeah, the 12th century would have yeah, been 1100. Yeah. No. 1300. 1300. Would have been 1300. All right. <laughs> now that we got that shit straight now, right. so. <clears throat> yeah, we're like also trying to do this on the fly, like in a hurry, but. Yeah. So as, as early as the 12th century, he was with Santa Claus. Yeah. So in the 1300s, there was no, like they're saying, there was no racial references to people of African descent back then. Okay. But he was also, he was also supposedly supposed to be a Moor. Which was a black person. I, I wait. In the 19th century, is reinvented as a Moorish descent. What the fuck? But, anyways, I don't know. I'd have to read more about this. I don't yeah. have time to go through all this. But I see what you're saying. I just think that, like, obviously, in the, this this day and age, it's not going to fly. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's not. And I'm not. Like I said, I'm not advocating for like racist shit. I feel like. But, I mean, it may have started out without. Obviously, it start. Obviously, it probably started out without the red lips or the gold hoop earrings. Yeah, and then that caught on. Like somebody thought that was funny. Like yeah, during, see that during part, the blackface kind of craze, up, they probably know? thought it was funnier to do it like blackface. Yeah, which uh, doing the whole red lips and all that shit, you shouldn't do. But being able to do, I mean, how many black people live in? You know, well, none live there when they did this. Yeah, exactly. Because this, because this is also saying that Santa Claus, that legend of Santa Claus, came from the 
the Turkish legend of St. Nicholas. So that's what this is saying. This is a Jim Crow museum that I'm reading from. So mm. they're saying it came from Nicholas Abari, the Turkey, the Turkish guy, and that kids would dress up like St. Nicholas to be the good guy, and the others like cowboys and Indians, and the other kids would paint their faces black to be the devil in the beginning. Not even a slave, I guess, or a black guy, but to be the devil. And that was from the 5th to the 28th of December. And, and see, that says in the 12th century, it was publicly celebrated in the streets. Ah, fuck, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, on one hand, you can say you shouldn't fuck with people's traditions and whatever, their celebration type things or whatever. If they're not, like, but that seems, obviously racist. But it seems yeah. like, not laughing at it, but I mean, it's blatantly. Yeah, that's. Blatantly racist blackface stuff. Yeah. So, and and that's what I'm saying. Like you shouldn't fuck with people's tradition if it's not blatantly racist. Yeah, that shit's blatantly racist. You that picture right there. Is, well, yeah, you can't make everybody happy either. Though. Yeah, it's just like like in the the uh, Ace Ventura movie. Not that it's the same, but when he went to Africa, remember they called him Equisu Orcha, the White Devil. Mm. Like if you go over there, you're gonna be the White Devil. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, but but I. And then me, again, personally, I wouldn't get upset if if I wouldn't get upset if like the some African nation had a celebration where they like hung a white guy up on a stick and drug him around the street, you know. Or, I mean, maybe that's saying too much or going too far, but I'm just saying that like, but I don't have the history. Yeah. Here's. I mean, far enough back, that, we all have the history of being slaves, but. Here's that shady past of saying "fuck you, Elon Musk." Yeah. Because if you believe. And freedom of speech, it's freedom of all speech. Yeah. Excluding criminal speech. Right. So that's where that shady fucking... The gray like, area. You know... The beige area. Yeah, Elon Musk saying, all right, Twitter is going to be, you know, For good everybody. to go. And then as soon as someone posts something that he thinks is too far, he took it down. Yeah. We're doing the same thing, being like, well, it probably shouldn't be... They're not doing anything criminal, so right. therefore they should be able to do it. If you're freedom of speech, if you're not, then you're not. But uh, we got to wrap this up. Yeah. You got anything else? Uh, question everything. That's all I got to say. All right. Well, that's gonna be it from us here at the Greasy Knuckles Podcast Studio. Uh, remember, if you're gonna get greasy, go knuckles deep. That's right. Holy shit, what is that? What the fuck? Get ready for fucking ear cancer. Here it comes.